Hello everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Mysterious Headlines. Today we're going to be diving into a wildly interesting and bizarre criminal case. This case spans multiple years already and is still currently in process. It has a lot of bizarre twists and turns and scenarios and encounters. This case is going to cover a couple podcast episodes because there is a lot to talk about. So in today's episode, we're going to kind of give an overview on the case. And then in the next couple episodes, we're going to dive in deeper into specifics in scenarios that have happened within the case and talk about more of the details and information in those specific scenarios, because there's just so much to unpack here. We're going to be talking about the Lori Vallow and Chad Daybell case. Now, you may have heard their name. Their name probably flashed across your news screen at some point in the last couple years. You may vaguely remember their name or vaguely remember how their case began. But let me tell you, there are so many twists and turns in this case that you would not be able to predict what has happened next. And chances are you have not stayed up to date on what has happened. Well, I'm going to fill you in on all of it. Today we're going to look at the timeline and then as I said the next couple episodes we're going to dive more deeper into some of the specific scenarios that have occurred and what really has happened or what we think has happened. So Lori Vallow Daybell, where do we even begin? She is a woman that was residing in Arizona. She married her first husband pretty early on, pretty at a pretty young age. She was only married to him for about a year before getting divorced. They didn't have any children together. Then Lori Vallow marries her second husband, William, and together they have their son, Colby. They're married for a few years, divorcing when Colby is just a toddler. Then Lori marries her third husband, Joseph Ryan, a few years later. Together, they have their daughter, Tylee Ryan. Lori divorces Joseph Ryan, and a short time later in 2006, she marries Charles Vallow. They together adopt their son, J.J. Vallow, who is Charles's great-nephew. During this time, they live together in Hawaii. All five of them. Charles, Lori, her son Colby from her second marriage, her son Tylee, or her daughter Tylee from her third marriage, and their son JJ that they adopted together. Now it's important to note that um, Charles, Lori's fourth husband, was significantly older. When she got married, she was in her like late 30s and Charles Vallow was already in his early 50s so a significant age gap in their marriage which is important to note as we kind of move forth in the timeline Colby gets older grows up he is a significant number of years older than Tylee he graduates high school while Ty Lee, I think, is in 7th or 8th grade is when he graduates high school. 
and then JJ is much younger in elementary school. And I should also note that JJ has a form of autism. So shortly after Colby graduates from high school, the family decides to move to Hawaii. All five of them. All five of them move down to Hawaii. I should also mention, I keep making all these notes, but I should also mention that they are a part of the Jesus Christ Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, also known as the Mormon religion. So the whole family is Mormon. Lori has been Mormon this whole time, even through her multiple marriages. She has been Mormon, and Charles is Mormon, and they're raising their family Mormon. Now, they move to Hawaii, all five of them. They get involved in their um, LDS church there in Hawaii and just really enjoying life out in Hawaii. But a few months after they move to Hawaii, Colby decides he's going to return to Arizona. He's, you know, he's 18 at this point, out of high school. He didn't go to college, you know, immediately after high school. And after a couple months of living in Hawaii with his family, decides you know what, he's going to go back to Arizona, he's going to go to community college, he's going to do other things with his life. The rest of the family remain in Hawaii. They live in Hawaii for about a year before they decide to move back to Arizona. So they move back to Arizona and then spend the rest of their time residing in Arizona. Now, April 3rd, 2018, This is the first notable date in the timeline of this case. Lori's third husband, Joseph Ryan, dies of a heart attack. Now, there is, like, video calls and phone calls that have been recorded that you can listen to out there where she talks about telling her daughter, Ty Lee, that her dad has died. And in one phone call, she's talking, or maybe it's the same phone call, she's talking to a friend or a couple friends at like a group gathering and explaining to them that she, she feared Joseph Ryan, that he was abusive and that she had left for a reason and that her daughter Ty Lee didn't see him. And this helps you kind of think that, okay, She's not really grieving that he's gone. Even though, you know, she's he's a former husband. She's not grieving that he's gone. Whereas some people, even if it was an ex-husband or ex-wife, if they found out they had passed, there there might be some type of grief there. And in this case, she made it through the phone calls we're able to hear that there was not really any grief there. Now, it's also around this time that Lori became obsessed with the end of times and doomsday. So she's been a member of the LDS Church this whole time, which in general, members of the LDS Church and of the LDS religion do believe that the end of times will eventually come, that doomsday will eventually come, and they need to be prepared. So a lot of LDS people... They will have a lot of food storage in their house, enough for their family, so if something happens, they can eat food, 
and they will be set with food. They make sure they have emergency preparedness kits. So that is a general part of the LDS culture and of the LDS religion. But Lori was getting really, really interested in it. She was started to read books about it, listen to podcasts about it. And she came across Chad Daybell. He was an author who had published many books talking about his near-death experiences and how he had already lived multiple lives. Now, on December 5th, 2018, Lori officially meets Chad Daybell in person. They both star together on a podcast, and she officially meets him in person. Now, Lori had started going to, like, conventions, if you call them that, where people that are really into the doomsday, the end of time, or end of time preparers is what some people call them. She started going to these, like, conventions almost, where all these people were gathering and talking and sharing ideas and thoughts. And so she appeared on the podcast with Chad Daybell on December 5th, 2018. Then in February 8th of 2019, Lori's fourth husband files for divorce. So this is her husband, Charles Fallow. Now they had been married about 15 years at this point. So this is Lori's longest marriage. If you remember from the beginning, I said her first marriage only lasted about a year, her second marriage only a couple of years, and then her third marriage was only a handful of years after that. So being married to Charles was for about 15 years. And in February 8th of 2019, he files for divorce. He said... She had become obsessed with the doomsday, too obsessed, and he also claimed she had threatened to kill him and that she was starting to act really, really strange. She was saying saying things to him like, I don't recognize you, you're not my husband, and she started like calling him by a different name and like, oh, it's not you, it's not you, Charles, it's someone else, and acting very strange. And there's a moment right around this time, right before kind of this February 8th date, that Charles Vallow was away on business. He frequently traveled for business, came back, and he had parked his truck at the airport to, you know, he was going to be gone a couple days, then come back, pick up his truck, drive back home to their house in Arizona. And he came back from a business trip in Texas and his truck was not there in the drive or in the parking lot at the airport. And he immediately was like, well, what's going on? So he tries like calling and texting his wife and she's not answering him back or texting him back. And he had a hunch that she took the car. He had a hunch that she came and took the car out of the lot while he was gone because as I said she had already been acting strange to him so he kind of thought that she had done that so then he calls the police and explains hey my car's been stolen I just came back from a business trip I gotta get home I have no way to get home so the police come to the airport 
they take him, escort him back to his house and kind of question him and ask him, hey, you know, what's going on? And he says, well, hey, my wife took my truck. She stole my truck. I left it there on a business trip. Like she knew I was coming back. I was going to drive my truck home. And that's when he says to police, she's been acting really strange. She's been saying stuff about zombies and saying that she, that I'm not really her husband and she's calling me a different name and saying her husband's not really here and that if she wanted to, she could kill me. And the police just kind of shrug it off. Like, oh, interesting. They don't decide to dig much further in it. They do, I will say, they do call in Lori Vallow Daybell a couple days later after that kind of like bizarre incident with the police in the airport. They do call in Lori Vallow Daybell. They question her, ask her a couple questions. Kind of, it's almost seen as like a mental scanner to see like, wait, is she like mentally there? Um, and it's only like 10, 15 minutes. They ask her a few questions and she leaves. They deem that like, okay, she's fine. Like, we don't know what this guy was saying, what the husband was saying the other night, but like we brought her in, asked her some questions and like things seemed to be okay. Well then fast forward to July 11th of 2019. So the weird airport situation and when the husband filed for divorce, that was in February of 2019. Fast forward to July 11th of 2019. Charles, who was 62 years old at the time, is shot dead at his home in Arizona by Lori's brother, Alex Cox. Alex claims it was self-defense. Now in the next episode, we're going to get into this whole situation, this whole killing from July 11th, 2019, because there's a lot to unpack there. So for now, I'm just going to kind of leave it as that. Charles Vallow dies July 11th, 2019 at their home in Chandler, Arizona. We'll dive into more of those details next time. Then August 2019, Lori, Tylee, and JJ moved to Rexburg, Idaho. So they were living in Chandler, Arizona. They moved to Rexburg, Idaho. Now, according to Colby Ryan, he's the older son. He was no longer living with his mom at the time you know he's living out on his own at this time he's already married and like starting to have a family of his own so he's kind of off doing his own thing but living in the Chandler area of Arizona and he said that his mom had called and said hey we're gonna move up to Rexburg Idaho you know we just we need a new fresh start for the kids you know after Charles has died you know we just need something new And Colby said, good, you know, I think that's good for you. You know, go somewhere different, have a new place, get a fresh start. And Colby said, you know, he would regularly talk with his sister Tylee and his brother JJ. He would FaceTime them and talk to them on the phone frequently. And so he said, oh, I'm going to miss seeing, you know, Tylee and JJ, but we can FaceTime more. So they, in August of 2019, they moved to Rexburg, Idaho. Now, Rexburg, Idaho is where Chad was living with his wife, Tammy. They buy a townhome there in Rexburg, Idaho. In September 23rd, 2019, is when Tylee and JJ are last seen in Rexburg, Idaho. 
Actually, JJ is last seen in Rexburg, Idaho on September 23rd. Ty Lee is last seen like the end of August, I think it's August 27th, in Yellowstone National Park. There's a photo of Ty Lee with her uncle and her uncle Alex Cox and her brother JJ. They're all in a photo in front of the Yellowstone National Park sign. Then JJ is last seen September 23rd, 2019 on a ring doorbell camera. He's seen on a ring doorbell camera playing with neighbors in the townhome complex that they lived in. On October 19th of 2019, so not even a like a full month later, Chad Dable's wife, Tammy Daybell, dies at her, home, at her home in Rexburg. She had no known health issues. Chad requested no autopsy, and her death was ruled natural causes. Then November 5th, we're fast-forwarding here like a month-ish, of 2019, Lori marries Chad Daybell in Hawaii. This is her fifth husband. Then, November 26th, a couple weeks later of 2019, the Rexburg police conduct a welfare check at their townhome after Charles Vallow's sister could not get a hold of JJ on the phone. Charles's sister, she, Kay Woodcock, she would talk and FaceTime with JJ on the phone frequently because JJ was actually her grandson. And, but he had been adopted by Lori and Charles. And so she would FaceTime with him frequently. And she could not get a hold of JJ on the phone. And she had tried multiple times over a couple different days and thought it was strange that she could not get a hold of him. So she called the Rexburg police to do a welfare check. They go to do a welfare check at their townhome in Rexburg, Idaho. Lori answers the door and they ask her, hey, you know, we're doing a welfare check. We want to make sure, you know, your kids are okay. And she tells the police that Tylee, who is 16 at the time, is off at BYU-Idaho. BYU-Idaho is Brigham Young University. And they have a secondary, their main campus is in Provo, Utah. But they have a secondary campus in Idaho, in Rexburg. So she said, oh, she's off at BYU-Idaho taking some, like, early classes at BYU-Idaho. She's 16 at the time. And then she says, JJ is staying with a friend in Arizona. So the cops leave their townhome in Rexburg. They call the friend who Lori says JJ is staying with in Arizona. Now, Lori had also, she had said, oh yeah, she's with my friend, he's with my friend in Arizona, but I, they went to go see the new Frozen movie, so I don't think you're going to be able to get a hold of them on the phone. So then the cops call the friend, her name is Melanie Pulowski, and confirm that this is untrue information. So we later find out that right after the police left her townhome, we know that Lori Vallow-Daybell called Melanie and said, hey, Melanie, the police are going to be calling you. 
they're gonna be asking you I told about JJ I told them JJ's with you so just tell them that yes you have JJ with you I told them you were going to the Frozen 2 or the new Frozen movie so you may not be able to answer your phone so Lori asks Melanie to lie on the phone to the police we also then know that Chad Daybell calls Melanie and says the same thing hey the police are gonna call you you need to just you know tell them you have JJ with you we know at first Melanie does lie to police at first and she says oh yeah JJ's with me and then they ask some further questions and she says actually he's not with me JJ's not staying with me I don't know where JJ is. So then they go back to Lori Vallow. They go back to Lori Vallow's townhome in Rexburg, Idaho the next day. So November 27th. And nobody is there. They have vacated the townhome. That is when the children, November 27th, is when the children are officially announced as missing. When the call to the friend Melanie Gibb in Arizona didn't check out, they go back to the townhome the next day. Lori and Chad are gone. Children are officially missing. Then December 11th of 2019, Tammy Dable's body is exhumed in Utah and submitted for autopsy. Police rule her death strange in the wake of Chad's disappearance. So after Chad goes missing, well, after Lori Vallow Dable's kids go missing, and Lori and Chad vanish, suddenly her death becomes strange. So they exhume her body in Utah and submit it for autopsy. December 12th, 2019, Alex Cox, who you may remember is Lori Vallow Daybell's brother, the same guy that shot Charles Vallow, her fourth husband, which we'll talk more about that in the next episode, but he's the same one from that situation. He dies at his home in Arizona two weeks after getting married to his wife. His death was deemed natural causes due to some sort of like blood clotting issue. December 20th, 2019, the Rexburg police officially launched an investigation into the missing children and suggests that it may be linked to Tammy's death. So they officially go missing November 27th. It's about a month later, almost a month later, that they officially launch an, launch an investigation. December 24th, Lori and Chad, so this is Christmas Eve, issue a statement through their lawyer saying they love their son and daughter and look forward to addressing the allegations once the allegations move beyond slander, speculation, and rumor. Then we know January 26th, so about a month later, Lori and Chad Daybell are seen in Hawaii. And the police serve search warrants for them in Hawaii. Then just a few days later, January 30th, Lori misses her court deadline to produce her children to authorities. They told her, you have X amount of days to produce your children, and if not, you're going to be arrested. And that's what happened. She missed the deadline of January 30th to produce her children. So she was arrested in Hawaii. 
Well, she was arrested on February 20th in Hawaii. Then June 2020. So, Lori Vallodabel, since February 20th, 2020, she was arrested in Hawaii, and then she was brought back to Idaho and has remained in the Idaho jail in Rexburg since February of 2020. Now, June 2020, the remains of JJ and Ty Lee were found in Chad Dable's backyard, buried in what was called the Pet Cemetery. We know that Ty Lee's body was charred as though it had been burned and dismembered. And JJ's body was found very close to Ty Lee's. Chad Dable was arrested that day after they found the missing children in his backyard. But he is in a different county jail than Lori Vallow because his home was actually in a different county than Lori lived in, in Rexburg. Now, in August, August of 2020, the preliminary hearing is held for Chad Daybell in court. Now, at this point, Chad Daybell was arrested because they found bodies in his backyard, but they had not deemed him as the one who had murdered the children. So they had a preliminary hearing for Chad Daybell and Lori Vallow Daybell in court. And that preliminary hearing revealed a lot of information. Their friend Melanie Gibb got up on the witness stand and shared all about the phone call where they called and said that they, to lie, she also revealed a phone conversation she had actually recorded when Lori and Chad were talking about weird stuff about zombies. She recounted when she'd visited them and weird statements and comments made about zombies. This brought out a lot of new information. And then in May of 2021, Chad and Lori Daybell were officially indicted on murder charges in relation to JJ and Tylee Vallow. And then August of this year, we know Lori Vallow has been deemed incompetent to stand trial until she passes a mental evaluation. Now, it was initially thought that Lori Vallow and Chad Dable's cases were going to be tried together. Chad Dable's case, like from the beginning there, Chad Dable's case has been set to begin at the um, end of October here. But we know Lori Vallow Dable, as of August, was deemed incompetent to stay in trial. So it looks like Chad Dable's case is going to be moving forward without Lori Vallow Dable's case linked to his and until she's found mentally competent she will not stand trial but chad dable's case will progress forward they are currently in the process of moving venues there has been a request to move venues which means they want to move the trial out of rexburg idaho because they don't think they're going to be able to find a jury that is going to be impartial enough a jury that's going to be able to actually serve as a reliable jury 
So they want to move it out of Rexburg, Idaho. So it's currently in the process of potentially being relocated, maybe to Boise or another surrounding county where they can find a jury pool to serve for this trial. So that is where the case stands. Moving forward, I know that was a lot of information about the case. Moving forward, I'm going to do a whole podcast episode talking about the July 11th situation where Charles Vallow is shot dead. I'm going to be talking all about that. There's body cam footage and things we're going to break down. And then I'm going to do another episode talking a little bit more about the preliminary hearing because there was a lot of information that came out of the preliminary hearing that happened August of 2020. So those two podcast episodes are coming. So stay tuned for those. But as always, I would love to know your thoughts. What do you think about this case? Hearing this timeline, hearing everything that's happened. Do you think everything is interwoven? Do you think they're all separate, bizarre situations? What do you think? Tweet me at MYSHeadlines using the hashtag MYSHeadlines or Mysterious Headlines. We will meet back here again and be covering more of the Lori Vallow Daybell case. Thanks as always for listening.